Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. I hope that you get a chance to watch this episode on YouTube because you probably heard us talk about the NFL Combine through the years. That's where I am right now, and you can get it. You can get a little bit of a feel for what the convention center looks like with some of the the stages set here for the players who will talk starting on Wednesday. They'll talk Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Today, the first day of the combine. We got to talk to the general manager of the Chicago Bears, Ryan Poles, and the head coach of the Chicago Bears, Matt Eberflus. And, of course, the number one question here at the Combine, not just for Bears reporters, but national reporters and everybody, the buzz is about the Bears and that number one overall pick. Will they select Caleb Williams or will they trade Justin Fields? Let's bring in my partner in crime, Chris Emma of 670thescore.com. He is at the the Combine here with me as well. Um, Emma, despite the fact that polls would not give us anything in terms of what he is going to do, obviously we didn't expect him to, but what did you glean from what Ryan Poles said in any way, shape, or form about the quarterback situation? Did you get any sort of insight or inferences from what Ryan Pohl said about what direction the Bears might be going? And hi, Chris. Not, yeah, I'm not really surprised by anything. You know, it, it was well said by Ryan Poles. The way that he approached it is the way I kind of expected him to, which is keeping all options open. And there's no reason to write off one thing or to have something completely done when you're not quite sure yet. This is a week about information gathering. And that's going to be the case with these interviews, prospect meetings like Caleb Williams, uh, not to mention Drake May, Jaden Daniels, all down the line. Uh, every meeting that Ryan Poole is going to have privately with his fellow general managers and getting a sense of what's the trade market for the number one pick? What's the best offer I can get? Is it something I can't refuse? And then on the other end, what's the best offer I can get for Justin Fields? Uh, not to mention, what's the best offer I can get for the number nine overall pick? He wants to leave Indianapolis with all the information possible to make this decision. And then I think it's going to go a lot like last year where he kind of reacts quickly, understands what's there, what he can't refuse, and get a deal done. And I do believe everything we heard today, while he didn't go out and say it, they are going to be drafting Caleb Williams and they are going to be trading Justin Fields. Sure does sound like that. One of the things that – I mean, there's many breadcrumbs and dots that we can connect to Caleb Williams, and I'm definitely connecting those more and more after today. But I have noticed one thing. I know that Ryan Pohl said it in the, the press conference at the end of the year where he said some a similar version to what he was preaching last year. He was preaching that somebody's going to have to blow me away to move on from Justin Fields. He's not saying that anymore. That was his like tagline last year. That was his theme. I didn't hear that once today. So to your point, that's just one of many things that I gleaned to the to the to the end of Caleb Will or Caleb Williams being a Chicago Bear. 
Yeah, and not only that, but Ryan Poole spoke openly about how he would go about trading Justin Fields and keeping him in the loop about the idea of, I want to do right by Justin. And, you know, there's going to be some teams that really want Justin Fields and are going to build up that market. And it's what he means by that is, like, they're going to get a team that wants him to start, that is acquiring Justin Fields to be their starting quarterback. Like, that's doing right by Justin Fields is getting him another chance where he can continue on next year, 2024, as a starting quarterback for another team. And you didn't hear that last year. There was no talk about, well, if we trade Justin Fields, I want to do right by him then. Like, everything's right there. It's on the table. Like, we all know it's been going this way for a while. We all kind of see it now. Uh, they have meetings. They want to cross off uh, those final boxes to check with Caleb Williams. They're going to really get to know him. Um, the other important thing today, Mark, was it? Asked directly, Ryan Poles, do you have any concerns about Caleb Williams not wanting to be there? Barry said, no, no, it's not really on their radar at all. Like, they're good. I, I think they feel really confident about the process to this point. Right now, as, as I said, it's just about getting everything, those final boxes checked, getting all the information on the table, leaving Indianapolis, going into next week and understanding what you got to do from here. Yeah, and I really think, like, uh, my early – you know, predictions would be, and this is, you know, you're, you're feeling the same thing that it's certainly trending Caleb Williams. I also think Caleb Williams will get the football from game one. I don't think this will be a situation where he sits out. I also think that they are going to try to, of course you have to, if the bears do draft a quarterback and it is Caleb Williams, you have to leave open the possibility that he's going to need time to, Develop. Sometimes a rookie quarterback gets a buy year, but I think and buy year in terms of you can you're allowed to be bad. I do think that they're going to look at this defense, which is close to being good. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe even it goes beyond good if considered. You know, depending on what they add, I think that they are going to go into this season if they draft a rookie quarterback and still think that they're going to be better. I think that they're going to surround Caleb Williams with a lot i think the defense is going to get better I, in other words i don't think that this is some year that you just blow off because you've got the rookie quarterback and you're allowed to win six or seven games like many situations i think it's different than that you agree with that to, to some degree i get what you're saying i, I do think they're going to sign a veteran stopgap and present it as hey like this is an insurance policy let's Jacoby Brissett's a name out there. Like, I think that'd be a good match for the Bears. Well, do you think you think they'll start the veteran? Or are you saying that no, they're going to have somebody no, no, just on, right on his heels? I'm yeah. getting to that one. I, it's, Caleb Williams is too good. Like, yeah. he's going to win that job. And consider Matt Eberflus. He wants to play rookies. We've seen every big-time rookie they get in there, put True. him in the starting spot and let him succeed. They're going to get somebody just in case. Maybe something doesn't look right when they get him into their building. But I think they're, they'd be drafting him with the understanding this is their week one starter. Probably – this started all throughout the course of OTAs into mini camp and then training camp. Like they have all the faith in the world in this guy. They understand how good he is. They'll have the just in case veteran ready to go alongside Tyson Bajan. You'll have a good quarterback group there, but like you're drafting Caleb Williams to be week one starter, be your full season starter and take this year as a stepping stone, but also really go out there and shine. You and I are on the same page on a lot of stuff here. I, I do like the idea. I mean, yeah, you have to have, of course you have to have, a veteran in that room. I mean, especially if you draft somebody, it can't just be Tyson Bajant and fill in the blank quarterback, whether it's Justin Fields or Caleb Williams. You can't do that. Um, other other um, business today. It sure sounds like, and I, I want to know what your impressions are on Jalen Johnson. I mean, Ryan, just, just laying out the facts to people who didn't get to hear what Ryan Pohl said. I mean, he offered to us that, you know, that their desire is a long 
long-term deal with Jalen Johnson. He made it sound like he has been offered. The deal is on the table. It sounds like it's in um, Jalen Johnson's court to decide. And I think that, you know, he made it very clear by saying, hey, it takes two to tango. So the Bears feel that they have presented something to Jalen Johnson that is fair. I have no idea what the numbers are, but do you think that something's going to get done long-term with Jalen Johnson? I do. I would put the numbers somewhere in the range of about $20 million. And I think you know, a couple months ago, before Jalen Johnson really broke out and solidified this Pro Bowl campaign, it was going to be about uh, $14, $15, 16000000 million. He upped that price. He put himself up there. It's not going to be resetting the market, but it's going to be top five, top three quarterback money. Uh, yeah, it's going to get done. It'll get done soon. Uh, Jalen Johnson's agent will be in town this week. I imagine he will be meeting with Ryan Poles at some point, and I think they will iron out the final details of this. Ryan Poles said, look, franchise tag's there. They don't want to do that. They want to get this thing done. Uh, that means getting it done by the March 5th deadline in which a team has to tender the franchise tag. This thing's kind of gone. It's escalated a little bit here. Like, this was not moving this way as of about a month ago. These two sides were still far apart. They found a common ground. And you know what the common ground is, Mark? It's the fact that Jalen Johnson went out and balled out, and the Bears know he proved himself as that guy. This is the perfect scenario for the Bears where the the difference between these two sides was the uncertainty. Can Jalen be that true number one corner? And Jalen's side, of can, can I get enough to really feel like I'm meriting that respect? Jalen went out and proved it. The Bears are now believing in everything they hoped and heard from Jalen Johnson. This is how you wanted to get this resolved. By the way, the, the salary cap just went up a lot more than teams were expecting. If you're Ryan Poles, that's more money in your pocket. That's more bargaining room here. So everything kind of clicked here right before the combine. I do think a deal gets done soon. It's interesting. Yeah, you pointed out the timing of it and the deadline for the franchise tag. If people are listening to this podcast, it's February 28th. Our, you know, the, the it's going to be March 2nd on Saturday. I it's not out of the realm of possibility that on our watches here at the Combine, a Jalen Johnson extension is done. Hopefully we can ultimately bring you that news. Um, one thing I thought that was interesting that Matt Eberflus offered was, I mean, he said, hey, need somebody opposite of Montez Sweat. I mean, he actually came out and said that. Um, are you interested in a, a rookie defensive end or a veteran defensive end? Yes, both. Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, really, greed is good, enough, man. right? Yeah. You can't have enough depth at that position. I mean, that's Seriously. a spot where sign me up, get whatever you can. Look, I, I consider this if the Bears do indeed stay at the number nine spot, I think they're going to trade back from that spot just because of the limited draft capital beyond those first two picks. But if they do stay at number nine, you're going to be able to potentially get that top edge rusher, whether it's the whether it's Jared Verse from Florida State, maybe you're looking at a wide receiver. You want to get well, a big target for Caleb Williams, and you want to stand pat there. Uh, do say the kid out of Washington there. I'm like neighbors. You're going to get some good options. I think the Bears stand pat at number nine. It's going to be an edge rusher, or it's going to be a wide receiver. We heard Matt Eberflus point to both of those, saying they need to get better depth there. They need to really establish that, and they want to get tandems. You got two core pieces now. At each position, wide receiver with DJ Moore. You want to get that compliment on the other side. And then an edge rusher. You got your guy Montez Sweat. You want to get that compliment on the other side of Montez Sweat. You got a good chance to do that in the draft, and there's maybe some good options in free agency as well. Emma, great stuff, man. We are just getting cooking here at the Combine. A great start to it. Can't wait to start interviewing some of the players. Quarterbacks, not. We got to wait until the end of the week before we talk to all of those guys. But this was certainly a good start. Anything else, Emma? Anything I left out that you wanted to get off your chest, or do we cover it all here? 
I think we covered it all, man. Productive day. Good to hear from Poles. Good to hear from Eberflus. Now we get to the prospects and really the nitty gritty of this whole thing. So uh, it's going to be a fun week ahead. Follow this man right here. Chris Emma has information. He is on Twitter at CEmma670. He will be writing about the combine on 670thescore.com. He will be writing about it for Marquee Sports Network as well. Emma is a busy man, and he is in the know, so please uh, give this man a follow. Emma, you're the best, bro. I'll probably see you soon, so I'm not going to do an emotional goodbye here. Take care, buddy. (laughs) See you later. That is Chris Emma, and that's it for this edition of the Daily Score originating from the Combine. Again, I encourage you to check this video out on uh, YouTube or on 670thescore.com. Just find it on the Daily Score. For the executive producer of the Daily Score, the great Ray Diaz, I am Mark Grody, and we'll talk to you soon on the Daily Score.